Hello, and welcome to the Top of the Week podcast, a division of the College Heights Herald and Revolution 91.7. I'm Laurel Deppin. And I'm Rebecca Alvey. Today's top stories include WKU's higher retention rate, changes to the Helm Library, and how two WKU students are developing a new technology. President Caboni announced last week that the persistent rate of first-time, first-year students has increased 4% since 2017. While the numbers are preliminary and the number is expected to change because the full report isn't released until March, Caboni said this shows WKU is heading in the right direction. Since his arrival to WKU, Caboni has made persistent and retention a primary pillar and included it in WKU's 10-year strategic plan. In an email announcing the improvements in retention, Caboni mentioned several campus entities which contributed. The Kelly M. Birch Institute and the Intercultural Student Engagement Center, two organizations dedicated to retention and student support, both produced higher retention rates. Study abroad experiences were shown to improve graduation rates in 2019 Student Success Summit. The WKU administration is revisioning the Helm Library. In April of 2018, Caboni introduced a plan to renovate and rename the library WKU Commons and offer additional space for students to study, dine, and interact. The idea is meant to change the perception of the library, being a place for books and change it to a place for interaction. Brian Cooster, the Vice President for Enrollment and Student Experience, said WKU was hoping to add private and group study rooms. He explained the overall goal is to make the library more modern and appealing to students. Inside the WKU Commons, the university plans to open unique food options rather than typical chain restaurants. This project will be funded through WKU's contract with Airmark and is replacing renovations to Garrett Conference Center. The contract with Airmark requires students who opt out of a WKU meal plan to pay a fee which translates to flex dollars. As an added bonus, Kuster said the food options and innovative space will hopefully encourage commuter students to spend time on campus and attract more students to the top of the hill. Two young men in Bowling Green are developing a wearable technology. Jacob Haskamp, a WKU sophomore, and Liam Seymour created a company, Biotech, for their new invention, the Airbox. The Airbox is a heating and cooling device that pumps air into the wearer's clothing. The pair plans on expanding their company and has several other devices lined up. So this week is a big week for the Herald. Obviously, um, the Herald's 94th birthday is on Tuesday. (laughs) So that's awesome. Um, And another thing is Student Press Freedom Day is this week. So um, Rebecca and I kind of just wanted to talk about this topic because obviously it's important to us as newswomen and as college newswomen. so Rebecca, let's kind of let's kind of talk about this. Like why why is this so important not necessarily just for members of student media mm-hmm. or for the Herald itself? Um why why should anyone else care about it? I think there's a lot of reasons people should be paying attention to student press. Um just thinking about the Herald, um I think it some might look at the Herald or other student media groups and think that that's just an experience those students are getting by working there. Um, when in reality, just looking at the past semester, the Herald um, has done tremendous things, I think, for this university. Um, probably the most obvious example of that is with um, all of the mold outbreaks across campus. Um, when we first released an article um, discussing this kind of intensive mold, um, 
quickly the university started sweeping every single dorm looking for the mold and getting rid of the mold and taking action against that. Um, so I think that's just an example of how, you know, student press can highlight or point out an issue that's um, upsetting or disturbing their community, and that kind of creates some type of change in action, which is really important, um, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. I totally. And a lot of people say that if you're getting sued, you're probably doing something right. <laughs> um, and so it, it would... <laughs> It would be wrong for this to be a Herald podcast and talk about student press freedom if we didn't bring up the fact that our own university is suing the Herald mm-hmm. and we're approaching the second the second anniversary mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, that's in late February. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like there's a kind of distrust of um, – all media and especially student media and it starts Mm -hmm. as small as at our university Mm -hmm. yeah I think with the lawsuit um it's kind of an issue of transparency and that's something the Herald has always advocated for um just wanting transparency in the administration and across the university um and it is kind of disheartening to know that the university that the university is suing a student newspaper um over that issue and then um, in the past, there's also been issues where we're back in 1988, a little history lesson. <laughs> you can read more about this in the editorial. <laughs> True. Um, the president at the time, uh, Kern Alexander, uh, tried to implement a faculty editor um, to the Herald, which was seen kind of as a form of university uh, censorship. This was a really big issue at the time, um, and it ended up being that decision ended up being overturned. Um, so I think that there's examples in the past of the university taking action possibly against the uh, against student press. Um, and that's why I think it's really important to talk about those and remember those and kind of take those into consideration. The press is something that we at the Herald believe is important, and it's essential to democracy and mm-hmm just to transparency and to creating accountability absolutely yeah Yeah. at the university level at the state level and at the federal level yeah couldn't have said it better myself (laughs) um so obviously you can read more about what we um as members of the herald editorial board um believe in relation to this um in the full editorial is on our website And you can vote in one of our Twitter polls about what you think is important about student press freedom. All right. Well, this has been the Top of the Week podcast, a division of the College Heights Herald and Revolution 91.7. Until next Wednesday, have a great week.